the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome, Backbone Radio, Matt Dunn, live and local right here on 710 KNUS, your local talk leader. And I'm just fresh off the soccer fields, yes. We have a big soccer tournament this weekend. I got two of my kids playing in it. And um, my son's team, the 10-year-old, made it to the final championship game where I just left. And um, I watched the whole game so far. There's like a lightning delay. We got rain. We got lightning and so I know for people who are fascinated about 10-year-old soccer in Denver metro area, if the Dunn kid comes out on top or if they get second, I will, I will give updates as they come in on my phone. Yeah, very exciting. We're cruising that minivan from soccer field to soccer field. That's, that's life. As I still am basking in the glow of the Liz Cheney defeat. Oh, was that glory was that glory that was one of our special projects around here around backbone radio been talking about this for over a year probably even uh, close to 2 years about hey good people of Wyoming our good noble neighbors to the north see what you can do about getting Liz Cheney out on August 16th 2022 and now here we are 5 days later August 21st 2022 and we are basking in the glow of a 38 point defeat. <laughs> oh, smoking. Smoking hot defeat. Oh, big salute to the good people of Wyoming. Oh, just so much common sense up in Wyoming. Where that defeat, my gosh, that's like the second biggest defeat of a incumbent politician in the last 60 years. According to Harry Enton at CNN, just a shellacking, just a drubbing, just an annihilation of Liz Cheney. The Liz Cheney dynasty is done. The Cheneys are done. The Bushes are done. The Clintons are done. Yes, we can thank Donald Trump for that. And regarding Liz Cheney, as I salute the great people, we had so many callers from Wyoming be checking in and Jack get special reference from us, Jack. He was the point person on this, and I said, uh, Jack, if uh, if we get over 30 points in the Cheney defeat, if she loses by over 30, we give Jack from Wyoming the credit, and Jack, you're the man, and Hank, we talked to Hank last week, and Hank, we're giving you the credit as well. we got to spread the credit far and wide because Liz Cheney, is done and boy she is like so bitter <laughs> so bitter about it she is so full of hatred she's been on the sunday shows all day today yes even though i'm at a soccer field i am i am keeping tabs on everything that happens out there all of the news obsessively just one of those things and she's out there just bitter 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 miss piggy bitter the the ploy to beg Democrats to vote for her, failed, of course. It wasn't enough to save her bacon. That Yes, that's a Miss Piggy reference. I, 
I like to think that's kind of funny, yeah. Couldn't save her bacon, Miss Piggy, up in Wyoming, down the tubes, down the tubules. And it's very exciting. We're going to be gloating about that. And I'll do some more details on that as this program goes on because it's just glory be, glory be in America. And when you get something so sweet as this, you need to just enjoy it and let it lift your spirits. And we'd like to be all noble and be like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's okay. That's all right. She lost and that's all right. But no, we're going to have to rub it in. We're going to have to gloat. We're going to have to pound away because that's the American political world we are living in. Just a fact, the, the opponents to the future of this country, to putting America first, have got to be defeated, and there's one done. And a, yes, big salute to, to, to Trump for getting Bush, Clinton, and Cheney dynasties sort of uh, scratched off the map. Oh, is that, is that ever good? That, that's improving America. You ever think that, oh, nothing's ever changing, oh, things are just getting worse, politics, but yeah, we got... We got no more of those dynasties. And you know who uh, who we have to get into next is taking out the deep state dynasty. And that is, a, that is something I'm going to be talking about as the program goes on. But these primaries, primary season was, it's America first primary season, hands down. America first candidates, Trump endorsed candidates, ran the table across this country in the primary season. And that tells you, as Molly Hemingway says, we'll get the audio later, that the old dinosaur Republican establishment party, the Mitch McConnells of the world, yes, the Bushes, the Cheneys and the rest of them, the Romneys, the McCains, that they are done. Their day is done. They have no constituency. The only constituency for the rhino types is the commentariat plus a few oligarchs. That's why you still see them all the time in the media. <laughs> yep, the, uh, the media does everything they can to help the rhinos because they've got the ruling class backing of the unit party. Joe O'Day might talk about his candidacy. I saw that Dan Crenshaw was out campaigning for Joe O'Day in Colorado this week, and uh, he's like the worst rhino, fake, loser, neocon of them all. Dan Crenshaw, Patch Cheney, we call him. Oh, he's bad. Just so bad. John Cornyn was also out here campaigning for Joe O'Day. How do we like that? Uh, Cornyn, another rhino establishment. He just uh, he just sold the entire Republican Party voting base down the river on the Second Amendment not too long ago. He does nothing on the borders. Yeah, but the old dinosaurs, there's a few dinosaurs around, and it looks like, you know, the establishment, Mitch McConnell, got got his candidate here in, in Colorado to run for Senate, Joe O'Day. And I'm not saying don't vote for him. You know, I'm just saying that... Um, he appears to be representing the wing of the Republican Party that uh, just is done. No longer exists. We've got a dinosaur running for the Senate. It's kind of a bummer. You know, that's just, just the way that is. So Mitch McConnell's out there complaining, oh, we might not win the Senate because a lot of these Senate primaries around the nation went to uh, MAGA, Trump-endorsed candidates, and Mitch McConnell's having a little temper tantrum about that. He's all unhappy about it. But here in Colorado, Mitch McConnell got his guy, got Joe O'Day, they're going to show us how it's done. They're going to show us how to do it. Maybe they will show us how to do it. Maybe that's uh, what you do. You know, um, we'll talk about that as the program goes on. I do think MAGA is the way and Trump is the way in 2024. We're going to have a big Trump-DeSantis kerfuffle. They're fluffing DeSantis. David Frum, 
One of the never-Trumper neocons has now endorsed DeSantis. DeSantis hadn't, hasn't said he's running, but all the signals look like he's been talked into it by the big money, by the establishment. I think that's the best way they can finally finally sandbag Donald Trump is to get DeSantis in there. But uh, go over and read the conservative treehouse and Sundance on Twitter, the last refuge on Twitter, for some very interesting details about DeSantis and why skepticism is in order. And yes, the coveted David Frum endorsement. But I'll tell you, United States economic nationalism is the way of the future. That's what benefits the middle and working classes. That's what saves this nation and Trump's the only person who can do that. The Rhino Establishment Club, of which of which DeSantis is kind of one, frankly, is not the way to save this country. And the MAGA Working Class Coalition is multiracial, largest political coalition in American history in which Trump reduced income disparity in this nation. The middle class caught up with the upper classes in the Trump era. We'll go into some of this and... We'll talk about it. It's going to be tough on this DeSantis uh, thing if DeSantis does throw his hat in the ring. But I think DeSantis has been assured that they're going to find a way to kneecap Trump and prevent him from running. Yeah, they're going to sick the FBI and the deep state. Raids, raids, raids. Yeah, we'll talk about the latest on the raid. For me, politics is quite different after the raid on Mar-a-Lago. I've got more on that, and I am still steamed. I am ticked. I am really not pleased with that. The two main things, we've got to get down that deep state surveillance state, and we have got to get back to economic nationalism, trade deals that benefit America, peace around the world, none of this Ukraine war crap that we've got going on, tax policies that benefit the American middle class, and a border that is tight, sealed, and secure. By the way, uh, CNN, Brian Stelter is out this week. He got fired from CNN, so we lose we lose one of the worst, Stelter, and we lose Cheney, Liz Cheney, all in the same week. Uh, folks, let's get pumped. <laughs> let's tell it like it is. I've got so much to talk about tonight. Be right back. Indeed, just telling it like it is around here, as we do every Sunday, 4 to 7 p.m. I'd like to welcome brand-new producer Blake Gallagher to the program. Yeah, we've hot sauce has moved up and on to higher duties and higher callings in life and what a great kid that guy was, the hot sauce, the Javier. But Blake, welcome aboard and I know we do things a little differently. We set some things up and I know there's going to be a little bit of figuring out our routine, but um it's going to be awesome, my man. And Blake and I have worked together quite a bit. In recent years, and people will know his name around around the 710KNUS listenership. <laughs> one thing that really had me gagging this week, just barfing this week, was Mike Pence. Mike Pence goes out there, and he gives a little speech, and he talks about, hey, we got to defend the FBI. The rank and file of the FBI, these are good people. Yeah, well, the FBI is... They're a good bunch of folks, and yeah, like barf, Mike Pence, and the way he says it, gal, it's just like um, awful. I mean, I mean, Mike Pence when he gets, he just has this way that just it just triggers the gag reflex when you see uh, Pence up there, and maybe I'll even just play this right now. I didn't want to get into this this soon, but I mean, who who barfs when you see Mike Pence these days? That fake phony. Bland, 
over-scripted delivery the guy has. And in the week, in the days after the FBI goes down and raids Blooming Mar-a-Lago, a historic event in an extremely negative way, a politics-changing event, an earth-shattering event. And Pence, first thing he does is goes out there and defends the FBI. Just give me a break, dude. Earlier today and elsewhere, I, I also want to remind my fellow Republicans we can hold the Attorney General accountable for the decision that he made without attacking rank-and-file law enforcement personnel at the FBI. The Republican Party is the party of law and order. Our party stands with the men and women who serve on the thin blue line at the federal and state and local level. And these attacks on the FBI must stop. Oh, really, Mike Pence? Calls to defund the FBI are just as wrong as calls to defund the police. Oh. So wrong. The truth of the matter is... Completely not a good comparison. We need to get to the bottom of what happened. We need to let the facts play out. But more than anything else, the American people need to be reassured in the integrity of our justice system and the very appearance of a recurrence of politics. Yeah, the American people need to be reassured, right? And guess what? It's not going to happen. The FBI needs to be dismantled, as Victor Davis Hanson is saying, and a host of America First commentators are saying, are you getting sick of dealing with all these corrupt intelligence agencies, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA? The deep state runs this country, and as long as they are running this country, nothing in politics is real, nothing in politics matters until all of that gets reined in, until all of that gets defunded. No more of this crap. And like Pence out there sending the message, he's going to defend the FBI in the week after the raid. I mean, just barf, puke, hurl. He is, he is like becoming the next Romney, is Mike Pence. And of course, he has no constituency. Nobody likes Mike Pence, but the few consultants are going to make some money off of floating him for office and running a campaign for him which will have no actual voters, but will have some of the commentary behind. We'll have the mainstream media fluffing that up, trying to make troubles for, for Donald Trump should he run again in 2024. It's an optics campaign, and that should be obvious to everybody, right? That should be incredibly obvious on all of that, all right? So, uh, you know, we'll see how much. If Trump decides not to run, then that's kind of it for Pence. Watch, watch it all evaporate on Pence if Trump decides not to run. But all indications are it looks like he's going to run. And I really hope Donald Trump does. If you want to deal with the deep state surveillance state, he's the only shot we have at setting ourselves free in this prison we've been living in in this country. And if you care about economic nationalism, good trade deals, and secure borders, with the largest, again, political coalition ever seen in American history, the MAGA coalition, that's where our loyalties should lie. That would be my advice. And by the way, don't you ever get tired of this, uh, this no one is above the law thing? No, it's like such a cliche, no one's above the law. Yeah, really? That's what you see people like Pence say. That's what you see the rhinos say. Oh, well, we have to let this process play out about the FBI raid because nobody's above the law, of course. Yeah, well... Um, 
How many illegal immigrants are above the law? Um, yeah, how many Clintons are above the law? How many Bidens, Hunter Bidens, are above the law? Yeah, what about, you know, the sexual abusers we don't prosecute? What about domestic terrorism groups that the left likes? Are they, are they above the law, like BLM and all that? Huh. Epstein's pals? Are they above the law? This above-the-law crap, anybody who uses that needs to be just absolutely talked to a little bit and say, just stop with the stupid old cliches that do not apply anymore because we know that the law is only used as a cudgel, as a tool to pound away against enemies of the establishment, against people that want to put America first, enemies of the ruling class. They use the law against them, but anything else goes. Absolutely anything and everything else goes in this country. And I have a big, long list of stuff I compiled. Maybe I'll go through about, oh, this. yeah, anyone buying that anymore? That's, that's so done. And I, I guarantee you that just about everybody listening knows that that is a crock of an argument to use that no one is above the law when they talk about the raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago and all the rest of the stuff they would ever use to try to go after a Peter Navarro or uh, go down the list of uh, Trump associates, yeah. Well, let me get to the phone lines as I start cooking things up and warming things up here. No soccer updates yet, but um, let's say hello to Rick. Rick and Aurora, Marathon hey, Man, so hey, honored Matt, to have you here. You stole a little bit of my thunder, but getting to the point, when I hear that word, let the facts you know, play out, for seven years, the rhinos and the left, it's the same bull crap. Let totally. the facts play out why they're screwing us. Yeah. By the way, Rick, did you know that it's the exact same people that did the Russiagate hoax that are in the Mar-a-Lago raid? It's the same people. Paul Sperry has a great article on that. At Real Clear Investigations, it's the same cast of characters. Yeah, they're back for more, man. Because yeah. Barr and Durham didn't get any accountability, so they're just going to keep going. It, it never changes. <laughs> you, know, you know the game. Where's Waldo? How about where's Durham? What a joke. Yep, and Barr was on the wrong side all the way along. It's just such a bummer. Mm. The uh, no one comes to defense. Do people realize the historic? Meaning of invading his home? I, this... Yeah, oh, they do. Believe me, they do. Politics is different after that. And the media is trying to trying to muzzle that and shelter that and make it seem like it's not. But, oh, it is. Make no mistake about that. There is an earthquake over that. And, uh, oh, that's, we, are, that, that's, we are not going to be forgetting that anytime soon. <laughs> Talk about going too far. Roger yeah. Kimball has this essay about... Gertrude Stein had this comment that people have to know how to not go too far when they're going too far. And uh, this is one where they always go too far, but they they went really too far while they were going too far. And that's going to be the undoing of the FBI and the intelligence apparatus if we can just get some things accomplished and some people in there. But what would you think about Cheney, Rick? Uh, That was pretty sweet, eh? That was that was so great. Anything over thirty percent was fantastic, and I'm glad you mentioned that it was the second worst drubbing of an incumbent ever. I I told my wife I said I we haven't looked it up, but we said it's got to be in the top three for an incumbent, and sure enough, on number two. Yeah, uh, in the last sixty years, that's what Harry Inton did. That, but you know what? He did not factor in if you take out Liz Cheney's Democrat votes. 
And it was about 20, they estimate 25% of Cheney's votes were from Democrats that she rigged to try to get them to vote in a Republican primary. She got them right. to re-register over. Um, you take out 25% of Cheney's votes, and I'll bet you, yeah, you've got the lowest, the biggest, the most perfect defeat of an incumbent uh, in the last 60 years. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah, if you take out the... Uh, the Dems. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that made the week... Basically, it, yeah. And what what about Brian Stelter at CNN? He's out. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> uh, going down, down, down. Yeah, the, they call him Mr. Potato Head, the Potato. Oh, jeez. Some people yeah. say that he, uh, an actual potato would have done a better job hosting his show, Reliable Sources on CNN, than Brian Stelter. Right. Would as, have done. As far as O'Day, of course, he's a McConnell Republican. I, there's no surprise there. That's the thing, you know. He's uh He's got Dan Crenshaw out. I mean, Crenshaw is the Cheney-loving worst guy out there. And John Cornyn, one of the worst guys in the Senate. Oh, and that's, uh, this, is, this is McConnell's guy, Mitch's guy, Joe yeah, O'Day. McConnell, yeah. So let's yeah. just step back and watch them show us how to do it. Uh-huh. It's going to take we'll see a if lot it works, for me right? to pull the lever for O'Day. It'll yeah. take a lot. I hear you, man. Okay. Well, Rick, yeah, we, I guess we got some good stuff and some heavy stuff to, to talk about, but... Uh, We'll talk Trump DeSantis at some point. What are your thoughts on that? But uh, I'll be right back after this. Thanks, Rick. Welcome back to Backbone Radio. Matt Dunn at your service here. And we do enjoy playing global music. We are an America first content kind of program. Oh, yeah. Love it. USA first all the way. All the way. No matter what. But... On the bumper music, it's kind of fun to play music from all around the world. In that case, that's a tune from Francais, from France. Shall I do the translating just to be helpful there? And a, a singer named Louane, who's like my favorite French pop singer by far. She's like so cool. Oh, yeah, Louane. By the way, um, President Trump, by the way, if you go over to Real Clear Politics and you look at the favorable favorability ratings of political leaders, <laughs> Molly Hemingway points this out. Interesting. Trump is the most popular political leader in America, well above Biden, McCarthy, Schumer, Harris, Pelosi, and, bringing up the rear, McConnell, the least popular political leader in America. Good old Mitch McConnell, the least popular political leader in America, and good old Donald Trump, the most popular political leader in America. In America, and actually, if you go through and you can you can kind of scroll through some of the data there, yeah, Trump's like way ahead, <laughs> and like McConnell's down there, like at the you know bottom of the barrel, along with Pelosi, Kamala Harris, Chuck Schumer, even McCarthy and Biden, of course. Um, they're just you know it's such a small amount of people, such a small few Americans that actually like. Um, Biden, McCarthy, Schumer, Harris, Pelosi, and McConnell. It's like, it's got to be some strange cult. It's such a small group of people. They're like some weird little cult fringe people out there somewhere. And it's kind of funny that you hear these fringe cult people that actually like, you know, the establishment types like Pelosi, McConnell, and Biden, whatever, that uh, they always say, oh, it's a cult of personality with Trump. It's a Trump's a cult. MAGA's a cult. Well, when you say cult, you, you tend to like indicate it's like some smaller group or some subset group. But actually, no, it's like the largest political coalition in America and in American history. 
And so um, I think the cult people are actually the, 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 that weird group of fringe freakazoids that think McConnell is good or Pelosi is good or Kamala is good or Biden's good or Schumer is good. That's, that's where the cult is, folks. That's where the real cult is. And keep this in mind is that whenever, um, whenever a personality gets brought into politics or people like reference personality a lot, it's generally an establishment tactic to try to reference personality as like the reason why we can't have a certain politician because something's wrong with their personality or something's wrong with them. But um, actually, it's the issues. It's the content of the issues. It's the substance of what candidates bring or don't bring. But they use the personality thing to get everybody all whipped up into the human interest stories. And then they get, you know, they, a lot of people with lower IQs get caught up in that stuff, right? So just remember who the cult is. And the ruling class is a very fringe cult. It's just like this handful of oligarch billionaire types in Washington, D.C. And they've got their, like, politicians that they own and operate. And nobody likes them in America. So just, just remember that. Whenever you hear that cult reference or cult of personality, I'll play the Cheney clip on that. Just remember that, that that's one of their tactics. And so whenever you get wrapped up in the personality, guess who's going to lose? The American people are going to lose when you start falling for that stuff. And um, that's part of the propaganda techniques, which are quite sophisticated as run by our propaganda masters in the Beltway, the Beltway media, the oligarch run and operated media. And so we're very good at seeing through all of that crap. Yes, we are. Let's say hello to Ron in um Ron, are you in like Evergreen or somewhere up there? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, welcome right aboard. Here, Evergreen Conifer area. Yeah. Conifer, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh did you hear the uh latest five, six, seven minutes ago did they just replayed the latest Trump anti Trump diatribe, or Boyle's anti-Trump diatribe. Did you hear it? No, I didn't actually even oh. even hear that. So, uh, so interesting. Well, I and guess, as we know, I'll just say I, I love Peter Boyle's. I just love yeah. that man. He's yeah, he's I like, but do. but boy, we we like you know don't see eye to eye on I suppose the Trump thing. I've never talked to him about it, you know, and I've learned so much from him. But um, we just you know like disagree in a big way. Don't like, even try talking right. about bitterness. He's 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 as bitter as Ch- as as Cheney. But anyway, what he said was. That wasn't a raid. That was a legitimate search conducted to a warrant signed by a judge. He, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. This is not a real judge. He's a magistrate. He should have disqualified himself because he was a Biden contributor, for crying out loud. And, uh, <laughs> well, it, that's it, interesting. And um, I actually do have, uh, have some interesting uh, things to say about that. And in fact, I did three hours on that last week. But maybe I'll just play this right now. Victoria Tensing was talking to Sebastian Gorka about this this raid, and she had this to say, which I think is somewhat useful. It just beggars belief that the connections here, that the magistrate who signed off on the warrant, Victoria, uh, the Epstein was a associate. former federal prosecutor who then switched sides and then became one of the defense team for Epstein's pilots and schedulers for the Lolita Island. Um, and this is the person who isn't, unsealing the warrant but giving DOJ time to respond what 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 could the DOJ have to hide here Victoria well it's it's a usual sab that they don't you, they don't let out the affidavit the, their remark to to a, a defendant or to, to the lawyer is uh, wait till you get indicted and you can see it but I want to go back this judge not only this magistrate not only uh, has has problems with the search warrant 
he signed one that was a general search. And people don't, if you haven't done this for a living, you don't know that. But by saying you can seize all documents created by President Trump from the time he was elected president until January of 2021 is unconstitutional. And, it, and people just need to understand that. A search is supposed to be very specific and name, like the, if they had said all classified documents, that would have been one thing. But no, every document created by the president for four years, that's frightening. Did you hear that, Ron? Every document yeah. Trump created for four yeah. years, and they call it yeah. a search? Yeah, yeah. yeah. give that's me a right. break. The whole, the whole thing was totally illegitimate. And anyway, so I, if Jack, and Ron, they got his passports, too. They got Trump's passports. I, I know. And they if, went out in the media. They said, no, we didn't get his passports. And then they came out and said, oh, well, actually, we did, and, but we're going to give them back. <laughs> if, 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 Stasi. If Jack, this is Jack, the East German Stasi, Ron. This is an uh, outrage. If Jack in, from yeah. Wyoming and Eric are listening, I encourage them to call in for their thoughts on that Peter Boyle's okay. pseudo-editorial because it was just, it's just disgusting. They didn't even, I don't think they even played the usual disclaimer about these are not necessarily the opinions of the station. Uh-huh. Well, and it's just, it's just, Eric it's, Trump uh, says they're going to release the uh, the raid video footage, quote, when the time is right. And by Good. the way, Trump is pushing for total transparency. He wants to see exactly everything about the search warrant, but the deep state wants the redactions in there. They want that. They're going to, oh, it's national security. It's, it's sources it. yeah, and can... methods. We've got to redact stuff. We've been right. playing the redaction game for about six years now, and I've played that around here. And it's just it's, Whenever you're doing redactions, the deep state's running the narrative. Yeah, I and I will somebody... say this. If you don't understand the deep state, you cannot understand American politics, and things do not make sense to you. It takes a lot of work and a lot of getting beneath the headlines and a lot of putting stuff together about how the intelligence agencies operate, the bureaucrats operate, to understand I... what's actually happening in this country. I... And you can't get that from the mainstream media. You've got to dig, and you've got to find other sources. So. I... I heard somebody predict that the uh, uh, affidavit is going to be released with everything uh, redacted except for the heading affidavit. <laughs> <laughs> They've done that over the years with Russia Gate. They've done yeah. exactly that yeah. with Russia. And they say, oh, well, we released it. But then it's like so redacted that it's like, no, you didn't release it. Anyway, but that's, that's how they, it's, it's just disgusting and outrageous. And I, I have no appetite to do that. Again, but if at this point you're still trusting the FBI, you're still trusting the bureaucrats and the Beltway and the ruling class. Well, yeah, then it's, I mean, it's, it's not, not a good. It's and, not a and, good and sign. It, and it goes deeper. It goes deeper down than just the top people. Because I mean, these uh, these people that are willingly participating in these in, in such a raid. I mean, that you know, somebody should have refused to do it. Yeah, but uh, if there's any good FBI rank and file out there. Yeah, uh, they're a mighty just, quiet while they I, carry out I, orders I, that destroy our republic. But Jim Jordan said he had like twelve or fourteen FBI agents come yeah. forward as whistleblowers. So we'll see if anything comes out of that. Yeah, but they weren't there. At the, they didn't participate in the raid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably not. But I actually, my thesis on this is that the FBI it may have a decent rank and file, but there are a few like um, weaponized cells within the FBI, like go way up high to the seventh floor. And they've got a handful, of, and it's all walled off. It's all siloed. So other people in the FBI have no idea what the top yeah. brass of the FBI is doing. So you could make that point. That's the only excuse I can find for the FBI. Look at all the stuff that the rank and file have pulled. You know, in, in regard to those raids on uh, Manafort and uh, Stone. Yeah, Manafort, Roger Stone, Peter Navarro, 
Um, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a Stasi. It's um it's a KGB kind of scenario. It's a third world nation, maybe fourth world, maybe fifth right. world. Ron, I think we're fifth world at this point, and uh, I'm I'm going to be steamed about this for a long time. And I, I let's all stay steamed, Ron, you included. But thanks no, for checking in, sir. No problem. Yeah, how about some Italian music there from Eros Ramazzari, Vive e Vai. Love that tune. Wish I could play more of it. But we've got these little limitations we work under now, audio-wise. Otherwise, I'd be just blasting music, working music into all the segments like I used to be able to do. By the way, I just DJed a pool party the other night, a big pool party. I could almost make it in life as a DJ, don't you think? I mean, I had the place hopping. I had people dancing. I had everybody hyped up with 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 the great Backbone Radio music that we get to have around here every Sunday. And, yeah, we're still gloating about Liz Cheney going down the tubes. And uh, Tucker Carlson had this to say. So the thing about democracy is it's great, but sometimes it can whip around and bite you. Liz Cheney is America's foremost defender of democracy, but democracy spanked her hard last night. It didn't decrease her arrogance. She compared herself to Abraham Lincoln. We're going to have a glotathon. We're just going to say it out loud. We're going to have a glotathon over the defeat of Liz Cheney. And we're going to enjoy the hell out of it. We hope you will too. We'll be right back. A glotathon. Yeah, we're going to have the glotathon. Massive, historic defeat for Liz Cheney. Cheney dynasty, Clinton dynasty, Bush dynasty, all down, making America a lot better place. By the way, she compared herself to Abe Lincoln. Got that audio here. And. Abe Lincoln would definitely have voted Harriet Hegeman. I have studied my Lincoln. I know Lincoln. He was all about the founding, the founders. And though Liz Cheney likes to use the rhetoric of the founding, she is all about the transfer of power away from the people and into the hands of the administrative state, into the hands of the beltway, out of the hands of the people, out of the hands of the people of Wyoming. And if you'll look at it, somehow in six years in Congress, Liz Cheney has made $36 million. How'd you do that, Liz Cheney? That's pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of sacrifice you've had. Uh, but I guess I'll tell you what, the, uh, the Beltway pays better than the people of Wyoming. That's why she has uh, gone down the dark path that she has gone down. Not a bit of nobility in Liz Cheney. Not a martyr at all. Just a narcissist and... Tucker has another point here. I must say, I feel sorry for it. Turns out American voters are harder to deal with than Iraqi civilians. You can't just drone them to death. <laughs> you have to obey them. Oh, it's so great. It, this is Liz Cheney Day in my house. Yeah, Liz Cheney Day around here. And I'll tell you what. Uh, I mean, how much money have the Cheneys made off of the wars, the constant wars that they want, that they help lie us into? Oh, millions. Halliburton, Dick Cheney. How much money in your pocket while you sit and watch other people die, while you watch the soldiers get put into losing situations and you just rake in the cash? Yes, that's exactly how this works, folks. That's how it works. And this fellow, Joe Kent, an America Firster who just won as a America First candidate, won his congressional primary in Washington District 3, I believe. He's a gold star husband. His wife... Was sent to war? Yeah, she got killed in Syria. At the time, he had a one- and a three-year-old child who lost their mother. And watch how the, the media has been ripping this guy, Joe Kent, who was a, incredible. He's a former Green Beret himself. He's been deployed. What was it? Uh, my buddy told me uh, like uh, a few dozen times he's been deployed himself 
And um, let's just hear him, his viewpoint on Liz Cheney. Do we have that one? Yeah, we have. here's Joe Kent. Up as well, but I, I'm a veteran. I'm a gold star husband. I think it's despicable for the Cheneys to attempt to wrap their greed and hubris in the valor of our fallen men and women. The death of the Bush Cheney dynasty really just shows that the people that they've sent off to go and fight in these wars that they only benefited from, that we are now taking control of our country. And if it's a civil war they want, we're going to fight a political civil war. We're going to fight in the Republican Party, and the deplorables are taking over our government and we don't care what the cheneys or the bushes have to say about it there you go cheneys profiting off the wars they're constantly agitating for liz cheney all about the military industrial complex that eisenhower warned about and the money ends up in cheney pockets and people like joe kent the green beret go out there and lose their wife in syria orphan mother wise these two beautiful little children and the Cheneys, they have nothing but, but, but scorn for people like Joe Kent, the people they actually send over there. That's how I feel about it. You know that's exactly right, folks. This can't go on the way it is in this country. Trump was the only guy who brought peace on earth. You bring Biden in there, next thing you know, we got this stupid war in Ukraine. Incredibly dumb. And they just sent another $775 million over to Ukraine this week. Another. 775 million. And by the way, Northrop Grumman has just reached an all-time high on the stock market. <laughs> yeah, they've uh, they, their profits are up 27% since the Ukraine war started. And so Northrop Grumman, all-time highs on the stock market. Yeah, there's your military industrial complex for you. Let's say hello to Joe. And oh, uh, did I get that right? Yeah, Joe, welcome to the program, Joe. In Arvada. You got it right, Matt. Matt, that that's that was awesome. I, I I couldn't agree with you more. Liz Cheney being gone is just uh, just oh man, it's it's so good. Uh, I don't understand why a certain um, former talk show hosts are now you know climbing aboard the Cheney bandwagon. I don't get it. Anyway, I want to nominate you, Matt Dunn. To give the anti anti Trumper minute on KNUS, please, Who, me? please Who, get, me? give us some balance. Yeah, because you know, here's the thing: it's so silly. We're 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 here. We are trying to get on top of Trump's back and hack him down. He he hasn't quite yet declared, and he's going to he's going to be the presumptive nominee. So who are you helping out there when you're going to get on the Republican candidate for president? Well, Why maybe are you doing folks, it? They, they want gag reflex Mike Pence in there, you know? Maybe they want, oh, even double gag <laughs> Nikki Haley in there. Oh, but I think the establishment's going oh, to give a big push for DeSantis. And that's going to be an interesting uh, yeah. circumstance because there's going to be some people I, that I, I like so DeSantis. Too, and but... we, we like DeSantis, but... He doesn't have America first credentials. He's not a USA economic nationalist, and um, he's going to be owned and operated by the big donors. Yeah, so he's not going to run. The only way I think he will. You got to look 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 deeper. Yeah, look look at the the stars lining up behind DeSantis and the monies that flowing in. And David from the horrific pro Iraq war neoconservative guy who wrote the Bush speech about yellow cake and all that. Yeah, um, he's uh, endorsing DeSantis. Bad, bad set of signals there.
it's going to get brutal. It's possible, I guess. Yeah. Well, okay. One last thing. I want to mention something about this this constant drumbeat about whataboutism. Mm-hmm. Our founding document, the Declaration of Independence, is all about whataboutism. You see, the thing that we don't like as Americans is when somebody else is treated differently than either yours truly or somebody else based on race or political persuasion. No, the law is supposed to be blind. Justice is supposed to be blind. So this idea that we can't sit there and point at Hillary Clinton and say, hey, Justice Department, Department of Justice, you treat everyone that's a Democrat that's under heavy scrutiny a lot different than you do Donald Trump. What about all of Donald Trump's allies? You treat them a lot differently than you did Peter Strzok. Oh, of you, course. Then you and did all do you think the- that uh, Hunter Biden is treated differently than um, Don Jr. or <laughs> Eric Trump? Uh, it's like Don Jr. It, it's like infinite. Don Jr. is a great American. He's a great American. Darn he's right. Done nothing wrong. He's he's done everything right. When those we, are those are great kids. The Trump Trump kids are amazing. Them? And look at Hunter Biden, the crackhead impregnated a pole dancer stripper in Arkansas. Won't pay child support. Yeah. And uh well, Joe, I guess here's the hard break, but we'll we'll keep carrying on. I get it. Love you, Dan. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.